Hey everybody, welcome back. This is our second episode of Those Wrestling oh Girls. God. We're so excited. I'm Krista B. I'm PR. And today we're going to step on a lot of toes. We're going to step on a lot, a lot of toes yeah. today. Today our episode is about misogyny in the world of wrestling. And for you, those of you who don't know what misogyny is, misogyny is just really like the mishatred or the hatred towards women or prejudice towards women. And as women on this podcast, we want to focus on how misogyny plays a part in women's wrestling and how women's wrestling and women's empowerment during this evolution is literally changing the scope and literally bringing down the misogyny level by a whole lot. Yeah. I personally have been excited to do this episode because as uh, Krista and I have been venturing into the wrestling industry, I guess you can say, we've even in this short amount of time have experienced our own um, incidences where we've kind of seen those misogynistic fans sort of like creep in. And with social media, it really gives them like this platform to spew this hate. And because the women are more visual, it's sort of like giving them ammunition. Every little mistake they make, it gets like harped on like so much harder than I feel like the men do. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's true. I feel like a lot of like websites, uh, like they'll write a whole article when like Nia Jax or someone injures someone. And we'll get to that later. Don't worry, guys. But (laughs) when... uh, like male wrestlers have injured each other by mistake and there it's not like people don't send them death threats on social media the way that women do which i think is so ridiculous i agree with brie bella and her mistakenly injuring Liv Liv Morgan. morgan it was just like she received a lot to where Daniel Bryan had to just be on some, you know what? Chill. Like, everybody injured somebody. Like, he had to throw his old injuries up there to to even out the playing mm-hmm. field because at the end of the day, you're not just attacking a female wrestler. You're attacking his wife. Mm-hmm. You're attacking a mom. You're attacking a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, people act like these things don't happen, and they do. They do. Even though wrestling is under the facade of sports entertainment and being, oh, this is fake. Everything's ready, storyline out. Accidents and injuries happen. They yeah. are real. Yeah. And for men to just say, like, well, she should have been more careful or she should have just kept her feet down or death threats, like, that's just really beyond so me. Yeah, definitely over the top. And for me, personally, it just kind of makes wrestling not fun. Uh, for example, during Monday Night Raw, I, everything, you know, That next day, everyone's so excited, like it was such a rush. And then you have to go and see people spilling hate towards Nia Jax. Even Dana Brooke and Lana somehow got in the mix of that whole thing as well. And they were getting hate, too, to the point where they had to respond. And I just feel like when it gets to that point where wrestlers, especially the women, have to defend every single thing that they do that doesn't seem right to a random-ass fan on Twitter... That's when it's, like, not fun. Like, if Lana has to go and respond to, like, every troll, like, for something that other fans are misinterpreting, then it's, like, that's when it's just whack to me. And do you feel like certain fans, the misogynistic ones that we're talking about, are, like, almost waiting for women, the the women to fuck up a little bit so that they can, like, go in? Yeah, of course. I feel like that's what that's why they watch it. Yeah. Like, they don't really, they, they don't really care about the women's evolution. 
They yeah. care more so about, oh, what if Charlotte Charlotte Flair boobs look great today, <laughs> or um, yeah, I like that that new outfit that Sasha Banks is wearing. How it was extra short and it's pink and it's girly. Or Bailey got the fatty. <laughs> yeah, like they don't really care or really care to see them actually perform and mm-hmm. the talent that these women possess. Mm-hmm. They do not care about that at all. No. So I do feel like they just wait at the TV and fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shit, that's getting them views. Yep. That's getting even evolu- getting even after ratings. Evolution, I came across accounts that literally just pointed out everything that went wrong during Evolution. So it's like something so historic and amazing to so many people gets turned into that kind of thing. And I'm so glad that you brought up Charlotte's boobs because ever since something happened to us, I will always, like every time I see Charlotte's boobs, I'm going to think about <laughs> this thing. Do you want to? Do you want to go there? So we Krista? were on Twitter. We're not going to name the handle or anything, and we we were or are or whatever a part of this group on Twitter. It's like and a fan page that like tweets out shit about WWE all day long. Right. So in the midst of us beginning those wrestling girls, and we knew what we stand for and what we still stand for, somebody tweeted, "Oh my gosh, Charlotte boobs look amazing." And Patricia, <laughs> she just, like, went I, off. I did because, for me, I'm very sensitive to these sort of things anyway, which I've learned, and sometimes I can overreact. But it was right after Charlotte had um, speared Becky into the, the Titantron, and I just thought that was a huge moment in the women's evolution and division in general because those kind of, like, big moments usually, like, happen for the men. So I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, so dope especially for their feud, such a big moment. And I go to tweet from this account, and then I see that we are, like, after this huge moment, our response was like, doesn't Charlotte have the best boobs or something like that? And I was just like, I just thought that our page was going to be a little different. So I felt like if our commentary on these type of big moments in the women's division is just going to be about boobs, I'm like, why? Like, I just felt like we were better than that. And um, my relationship with that Twitter handle didn't last very long after that. Yeah, it didn't. Um, Because they they didn't understand where I was coming from. They felt like, well, you know, they're attractive. Like, we have to, you know, talk about it. Or, you know, it's a good thing. You know, no one says anything when girls call Roman Reigns hot. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not the first thing people talk about when he does something big. They don't go to his appearance. They talk about how he performed first and I don't know why that doesn't like apply to the women well you have to look at it this way you got to see how women was actually brought out into the world of wrestling starting from like the 1950s even probably way before that and Triple H has said it plenty of times like they would have women as these sideshows like and they would put them in these these matches in these acts like just just for Time to pass to fill Basically. in that hole. Yeah, Braun panty matches, uh, wet t-shirt contest. Our era was probably the worst. The worst era for the women. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. And it's funny because at the time, it was revolutionary the way they were using women because it was the first time women were used in those different type of roles. So it's funny how if you watch like old stuff and they talk about the attitude era, they think that they were like the forefront for like women in wrestling and it was different 
But when you look back and you see like old clips of like Trish Stratus barking like a dog in the ring, yeah. it's like a little like it's uncomfortable. uncomfortable to it's watch. Uncomfortable. And mind you, I'm a kid. I don't know what I'm watching is not cool. I said puppies. I looked at Deborah's puppies. Like I didn't think anything was wrong with it at the time. Puppies. <laughs> Remember that? Like at the time, we didn't know we, we were didn't know like it, we didn't know yeah. that that was like objectifying her and that kind of stuff. But then as you get older and you look back. That's why I'm so proud of the women's evolution because of our era of wrestling and how we were showcased. I mean, of course, you had Lena and Trish come out of that era, and there but was we can't great forget Molly Holly either. Yes, there was great wrestling that came out of that era. Don't get me wrong, and like the ruthless, like going into that, there was some great highlights. But for the most part, and then the divas era started after that. So. I've read things, and I'm very curious to hear what you have to say about this, but I've read a lot of things and unpopular opinions that WWE is using the women's evolution as a marketing ploy because of, like, the Me Too movement and all that kind of stuff. What do you think about that? I think that's bullshit. Mm. Um, I can see timing-wise why people would feel that way, Mm -hmm. but this women's evolution would have happened had it... Regardless, okay, I feel like yes, me too happened, and it, was, it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm never taking anything away from those people who decided to stand up and speak up for themselves, and are yeah. still speaking up and fighting for themselves. Yeah, that needed to happen. I feel like um, everything that was happening, women's soccer or the Olympics, mm-hmm. all of that needed to happen. But I also feel like with WWE. It was going to happen in its own right. It just Mm -hmm. happened to fall into place under the umbrella of all of those other things that was taking place. So they can't even sit here and compare the women's evolution to the Me Too movement Mm -hmm. and saying that, oh, it's just because all these women are coming together. And, like, how fucked up are you to ever think that when, to to ever compare women's... um, circumstances when it comes down to the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. what they encountered to a sports and entertainment realm that had that promoting women and embracing women yeah. empowerment. Like how how dare you sit here and compare something like that? Yeah. Even on the wrong spectrum. Yeah. Like Me Too movement, it does portray women empowerment and speaking up for themselves. But mm-hmm. to say that the evolution is only coming because of the Me Too mm-hmm. movement is bullshit. I, I agree with that. And I think, <clears throat> like, I also read a lot of that um, because of the buildup of evolution. They were saying, like, they they put it out there, but they didn't put all their energy into it. Like, yeah. they're, like, half-assing, um, like, what they're doing with the women's evolution just to say that they're doing it. That's true. I've read, I read that. I read that um, they were only doing women's evolution because there were no women in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel, so it was just, like, to pacify <laughs> the fans. And I don't know if I want to believe... If that was the reason, don't let me know that that was the reason. Yeah, yeah. Because it really takes away from the women who actually, like, work hard to be there. Like, these women mm-hmm. are literally paving the way. Like, they make me want to become a wrestler. Right? And I think about that all the time. Like, if Naomi was a wrestler back in my day, like, I would probably be a wrestler. Right. Like, because they are, first of all, looked at as athletes. She looks like us. Like, she is shaped like us. She's not, you know, the cutie cutter. You know, people like Nia Jax. So, I, first of all, think it's silly for any of these, like, stupid blocks to think they know what 
the business of WWE actually does. Like, come on. Like, we're never going to know any right. of that. It's like, it's a big-ass company. Like, we're never going to know that. Why can't we just appreciate it for what it is? Because right. all of these women are getting life-changing. I think of, like I say before, when I think of just talking about the evolution and the opportunities that women get, I think about, like, the Sashas and the Becky, I mean, Baileys, that, like, have loved this industry for so long and want wanted to see... Um, the evolution gets to where it is and i could never look in their faces and say like wwe doesn't really care about this it's just a marketing play. you know what i mean like it's just first it's of stupid. all first of all stephanie mcmahon helmsley levesque whatever <laughs> stephanie is the forefront i'm so glad that vince mcmahon had a daughter right because me too shane and stephanie are the perfect pair to actually push each other's buttons and mm-hmm. they give that good competitiveness that yep. we need. And because she's a woman, it just makes it like right. So it much it makes it so much better. And because she has a husband who stands behind her mm-hmm. and lets her be the forefront instead of her. All right, Stephanie, you know you did this. You could go back to the back now. Let me handle mm-hmm. the talent and this, that, and the third or whatever. Like. The support that she has, and I know it wasn't given to her automatically. Mm-hmm. I knew she had to fight. That's what makes me respect her so much. Because she probably even had to fight harder because... She's a woman. She was a woman and she's been to... So imagine, like, the double pressure of that. And it's such a masculine world. Like, imagine... Bef- and now there's the most women on the roster than there ever have been. Imagine, like, before, back in the day. There was right. probably times where it was, like, her and, like, three other women back there. And she had to, like, hold it down. Right, you're I absolutely have all right. The respect for but her you for that. said something like she had to fight more because she was Vince's daughter and a woman. But what if her biggest fight was against Vince, mm. her, her father? I can see that. I can see that too. I, like, can, I I also have this theory that like Vince wasn't all the way sold on giving women this. Yeah, push. I no. feel like Triple H probably had to like be like, he's, no, no, he's no, 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 still, no. Trust me, trust me. I feel like he's still doing that in a sense because Vince. No shade to Vince. Mm-hmm. It's like you come from that that era Very where the men ruled and the mm-hmm. women were the the treasure, the pride, the the eye candy. Mm-hmm. So it was just like you just want to keep that and proceed with that. Probably. Um, I feel like if Give Divas a Chance never trended for three days, mm-hmm. Vince would have never responded. That can I just say what a feat that even is to have something trend worldwide for three days, three days straight. Yeah. That is passion. Those are fit like I'm how could they have possibly ignored that? Right. You know? So my other um question is too, so because the women are getting more opportunities and I feel like the visibility of women in WWE now with Paige's movie trailer coming out, that's going to be huge for WWE in general because there's going to be people that are like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch this kooky English-British rock movie about wrestling that don't know what WWE is that are now going to be brought in in the same way that Total Bellas and Total Diva does. So now we see the women, like, in their everyday lives, which also opens them up to more criticism. And now they're celebrities on another level. So you might recognize Paige on an airplane from Total Divas, but not know what WWE is. So an incident happened where fans were trying to take pictures with her while she was sleeping. So she tweeted, like, you know, basically... Um, I'm not going to quote her, but, like, that's kind of taking it too far. Like, we love our fans, but, like, I think taking pictures of me asleep on the plane is a little bit much. And uh, a Twitter account 
um, basically responded with, you know, you're a celebrity, you deserve, you know, you don't deserve privacy. Um, and then went on to say things like you deserve to be like in the kitchen, you know, washing dishes and really like basic, corny, misogynistic jokes. And I tagged you in the message because I wanted you to just see it as just like, okay, this is some of the stuff that happens on Twitter. And we got like some hate. We did. We loved it. Bring the <laughs> yes, hate, people. I bring love, the hate. Please bring the hate. I love the trolls because you can tell people that have in, like social media accounts and that are trolls that like use that to literally give them pleasure and give them like validation and satisfaction in life because he like could not wait to respond to me. He was like, oh, you guys are trying so hard and um, thanks for putting out my account. Like, you're putting out a joke. You're going to talk about me on your show and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, letting him go on and on and on. Like, your little corny account. Like, nobody, like, he And we hope that you listen to this episode, too. You know know who you are. we, We know you are. And I can tell that he was just so happy that we, like, responded. And, like, I was like, you know what? We were like, we're just going to let him bury himself. And he just kept going on and on with the insults to our page, all the women in the division. Um, He just, like, went on and on and on and on about it. And it was just basically a moment where, and just like the Charlotte's boob, that will always be known as a Charlotte boob moment, it just reminded me and Krista of, like, why we need to be putting more of a focus on the women talent just because we feel like they they have a target on their back a lot now yeah i think so i'm glad that we're like putting that focus on that it's needed it's it's really needed and just to piggyback on what we were saying earlier about vince attitude era i'm not sure if you remember this but when jeff jarrett and china was going back and forth Mm -hmm. and jeff jarrett was the king of misogyny Krista. And oh my God! He had the the um, bring everything, ex- including the kitchen sink match. I never for some reason China. that angle I like forgot that part, and then you said it, and I was like, oh yeah, because wasn't he like they he were was like intercontinental champion at the he time? Used to, like beat Deborah, like they like insinuated it or something. That shit. he was like the boss of her, yeah. and the boss of Deborah, and China was just like, yeah, no, <laughs> like I'm gonna take your title. And China won that match. She but did. it's the fact that you literally had to say, "Bring you should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen while real men come out here and wow. do the job they're supposed to do. It's funny because I have the network and I've probably watched every single documentary in that. And every time they talk about that match, they never give the details of what the storyline is. It's always just like they had a... Um, I forgot what the name of the match was like. Everything, like everything in your kitchen with sink the kitchen or something. Sink. And then China was the first woman to win. It. But they never say they never. WWE is very good at like not bringing up things that might make them like look bad. Right. That's a pure example of why also China should be way more talked about when it comes to this evolution. Mm-hmm. Like she is like she's literally the epitome. Of the yeah. evolution. She's the epitome of it. She is she is literally the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Or like and, and it's 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 funny, but it's also sad and bad to say this because it's like you have China, but then you also have Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you know why it's bad to say that, then yeah. you know why it's <laughs> bad to say that. But it's the truth. And it took me aback at Royal Rumble this year when mm-hmm. 
Stephanie mentioned China's I name. Know, I she know, was like, that yes, was in crazy. the ninth wonder world, China. I had you to can't be, forget China. I was like, I was oh, like, I thought y'all did forget China. Right, right. I was <laughs> like, what? I have a feeling because of everything happening with the women, I feel like she might get inducted next year. I feel so. She she needs to, like, it's long yeah. overdue. Yeah. Granted, life happens, things happen, mm-hmm. but that should never take away from the talent. I agree. I if agree. you look back... China was backflipping, somersaults, coming out with the bazookas, literally putting these other women over. Everything about the attitude era. She was good on, she was okay on the mic. Like, she had personality, she had a character. She didn't even need DX after a while. She didn't, but even when she was Mamacita with Eddie Guerrero, RIP to the both, it just made 13 years for Eddie's passing. That's crazy. Um, but even when she was Mamacita with Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. she still had her own character. Yeah. Like she still fought. She yep. literally did not take that yep. role of okay, I'm gonna take the back seat. And, and she didn't one. let misogyny yep. like literally encompass her character she, or who like, she was. That shit. She was yeah, like, she was like literally threw that. misogyny out the window. So China yeah. needs to be in Hall of she Fame. She does, and I'm so glad that. I don't know who runs her. I know. I think one of her best friends like, runs, runs her Twitter her. account. And I'm so glad that he still keeps her like every day. He like tweets from it and keeps her legacy alive. And I'm so happy about that because one of the reasons why I like the women now is because I love that they embody like they are be- like, of course, they're beautiful, but they're strong. They're athletic. They're fighters. They're aggressive. They're like fierce. They're at all of that. China was that first. China was that first, and she was wrestling men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that probably will. She never was like the again. only one. Yeah, and that'll probably she, never happen again. It won't unless you get Brie to punch Miz in the face again. But that hey. was a good punch. <laughs> um, yeah, but she was really the only one, and it was just like because. No, let me correct that. She was the only one of the Attitude Era because mm-hmm. Alundra Blaze was doing That's it. That's true as oh, well. Actually, she Alundra Blaze was like the first. Yeah, actually, China yeah. was. The only of the attitude era yeah. doing so. Like, yeah, you had Trish Stratus and yeah. Lita slap the guys or do like small hurricane yeah. riders and things like that. But China was all in it. Yeah, she was all like having like legit right. paper view matches with like male. She was the first woman to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. And look at this a whole bunch of years later to have our first ever Imagine. women's Royal Rumble. I, Royal I have Rumble. to say that. We are huge China fans, and every time something big happens in the women's division, we just are like, you have to go back to China. China should be here. Like mm-hmm. China should definitely be here, and I, I am glad that they mention her a little bit more. And I hope she and they show her in the in the vignettes and the little yes, videos. Now that was too. huge. That was huge. So I'm really rooting for her to like get in, inducted. Definitely. So before we get off of this topic, I just want to say that this women's evolution is crushing it. Mm-hmm. Misogyny is going out of the window. Yeah. And y'all just need to stay tuned. Like, women mm-hmm. are here. Like, girls rule the world. Mm-hmm. Listen to Beyonce, who yes. run the world, girls. Yes. And um, I think, too, um, one more thing that I want to mention about that is more women are coming into the wrestling fan community. Not saying that we weren't there, but there's gonna there are more and more and more and more and more and more and more. So all those guys that feel, you know, they don't want to, you know, see us win or, you know, they want to criticize the women or not welcome us in, we're fucking here and gonna we're going to grow by the numbers. So welcome us in and um, deal with it. Yeah. And if you and if you have a problem with it, please let us know on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> on Twitter at T Wrestling Girls on Instagram. Those Wrestling Girls on Facebook. Those Wrestling Girls yes. subscribe to our YouTube. Those Wrestling Girls. Yes. Got to plug ourselves in because we, we, we want everywhere. we want to. 
We want to hear your comments and we your do. feedback. And I, I'm glad that you brought up social media because I want to thank we have been an account for maybe a month and we I just we are the love we get on social media I just want to thank all of our followers and listeners so much because it really like motivates us to like keep going right so thank you for listening thank you for that now we have to we have to make this switch because and and I'm glad that it happened this way mm-hmm. invasion of raw mm. So good. Also, it kind of ties into how the women are coming full circle because mm-hmm. last year around this time, the main three people who you saw for Team Raw was The Shield. Yeah. Was The Shield. And now you have Becky, who is now being called <laughs> the Stone Cold of this era. And I. That's I agree. Actually, okay, so Stone Cold is my favorite of all time, if case anyone was wondering. <laughs> and I totally agree with that. So I wore my Austin shirt for Becky today. Right. Yeah. And it's her colors, too, her orange yes, and yellow. Yes, like, oh, my colors. God, I love yeah, it. Yeah, um, I agree with the fact that she is becoming the Stone Cold of... It's like anything she does. It's like we're just waiting. Like any, Like, it's like her... Being on Raw, first of all, they were cheering Becky, and this is not even her show. It's not her show at all. And that crowd on Monday, and I've seen this on Twitter too. There are people on Twitter that I do like to interact with. That crowd was dry as fuck on Monday. It was, and the only thing that they popped for was Becky, Becky and Braun, and Braun. But Becky, yeah, they like totally. And when she came out, it was just something about it, like. She just has this swag now. She does. I wish I can like wake up in the morning and just like throwing some Becky it. swag. Yeah, but like, yes. <laughs> Becky, bring us some of your swag. Please, like I we need, need to, it. The way she walked out onto Raw, I was like, I need to walk into every place like this because she walked up like she was about to come in the ring and fuck all of them. She's up. the man. Yes. she's the man. Yes, she still is. But I like the way how they did the invasion because usually you'll see it in the beginning or you see yeah. it throughout the show. You see whatever. Nobody expected. The surprise factor. Honestly, can we start back that whole segment? So the whole they did a great job of that because obviously everyone was watching Raw to see Alexa Bliss announce the Her team. Survivor Series team. Literally, like everyone, they waited and they, I, you know, I love when the women made main event. event so yes. I was like, yes, they're closing with Alexa. So she picks Mickey, Tamina, Naya, okay, and I, Natty, and Natty. I got that. And let's, yeah. Then. She has um, Bailey and Sasha. Disclaimer, guys. She loves when best friends fight. <laughs> I love She's it. Like, you know. And I also love that fuse. I was like, yes, yes. And then also, they put on a really good match. They did. It was like a five-star match in the midst of all of that. And I want to make sure that that doesn't go untalked about right. today on the show. Because everyone's going to talk about the invasion and Becky and everything. But Sasha and Bailey put on, like... One of their greatest matches. It was like rewatching the NXT takeover. Yes, in a sense. and they did things with parts of the ring where I was, I was just like, oh, like the the Bailey to the, the belly to belly on, on the, the apron. I was like, oh mm. shit, like that. And then when Sasha crazy. like went under the ring, like under the ropes, came and gave Bailey a hurricane rata. That was crazy, and you can tell. And I love talking about them when I talk about fans because they are such still fans at heart. Like, they still geek out backstage. Mm-hmm. That's how much of a fan that they are. And I know that they were like, okay, we're not going to be on the Survivor Series team. We're not going to be the focus of this segment, but let's fucking put on the best match 
ever tonight, and you and they did that. So did I'm, that. I want to make and sure that, that we applaud little, them what, for that. little five to seven minutes in that little quick segment. little thing, and people probably even forget. Like no one even mentions that they had a match. Everyone right. just because. Again, the surprise factor. So then Alexa's like, fuck that match. <laughs> right. You, It's actually going to be Ruby Riot. How do you feel about that? Mm. Um, I actually like Ruby Riot. Me too. I'm not going to sit here and lie. She's talented. She's really good. But I don't like it because her and Natty are on the same team mm. now. But Ruby, like, destroying the glasses last yeah. Monday and them jumping her um, on Monday, this past Monday, it's just like, is their team solid? Because mm. there's dissension right there between Possibly Ruby and Natty. Not. Is their team solid? And then when you have Naya and Tamina, who were like the muscle of the group, yeah. and it's just like, you can see the cattiness already. Like, I can almost envision that somebody's going to be yelling, what are you doing? What is this? What is that? I don't think and they're, they're gonna turn on each other. Like there's no, I agree. There's no solidarity within that group. I agree. And then you have Mickey, who is by far a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just feel like she doesn't fit the bill mm-hmm. to be on that team. And maybe it's because you you don't see her fight as often. Like you really mm-hmm. see her as Alexa Alexa's little lap dog or a sidekick. And damn. And if we're being honest, like, and that's just the way they are positioning her Mm -hmm. like if Mm -hmm. if you think that she's going to be a future hall of famer or whatever the case may be like that then give her some matches give her some more now i get it she's a mom she's a singer it's like she's she's older than the girls feud right feuds with whoever alexa bliss is feuding with and it's like it's such a waste of i think mickey james in general and i wonder how happy she is with how they're positioning her because she does it's funny because her and ember the way they're booked on Mix Max Challenge is actually like dope. Like Mickey James is like a star on Mix Max Challenge, and so is Ember Moon. Like they're undefeated. Well, I don't think Mickey James is undefeated anymore, but um, I think they that could that spot could have gone to someone else. I feel like it could have went to Ember, mm. but then again, it would also be dissension between yeah, Nia and Tamina. True. But then you know, with SummerSlam, I mean, sorry, Ooh, I'm pulling the. Uh, <laughs> Pulling the t- uh, a Tom, sorry, with Survivor Series, um, I feel like everybody's gonna bleed their team colors, bleed yeah. red, bleed blue, um, but at the same time, I don't feel like Natty fits the mold, and I don't feel like Mickey fits the mold. Mm. I feel like it should be Ember or Sasha mm-hmm. or Bailey or. Dana, Dana's actually good, and they're not even. I know that's using like a whole. Right we either. could do a whole episode on how uh, they're underutilizing Dana Brooke, and she's been around a long time. Like she did her time at NXT. She was like Charlotte's sidekick for a little. Like she has had like she Emma. was like right there, and then it was just like put her with Titus Worldwide, and now there's no more Titus Worldwide. I'm like okay, maybe they'll chase that momentum, and then they don't even use her for much of her. anything. So that kind of that would have been a good opportunity to start pushing her to put her on the survival. Like you know what, Dana Brooke, let's put her on there. But that obviously didn't happen. So now let's look at the survi- the SmackDown team. Mm. So <laughs> she chooses Ruby Riot. They're in the ring, and then they see that Becky has um, Ronda Rousey in an arm bar. An arm bar. And that whole, like, 
segment where the camera's backstage trying to figure out what happened. It brought it back to Attitude Era. Yeah, all that Austin S, because you just never knew what, what he was going to do. It brought it back to the episode of when he trapped DX. Mm. When Billy Gunn was in the the oh the, the, the You're bear like thing. And um, X Pac, the ceiling fell on him. And Road, no, Road Dog was in the bear thing. Billy Gunn was caught in the net. X Pac, the ceiling fell on him. Then they got in the ring and he caught them with a and bear. Did you trap. notice how the camera was yeah, always, it was like, always as if shaking. They don't even know, know what's, what's going, going on. on. And that's what it gave me, like, that vibe. And it was definitely like, I, I literally seen. Becky doing Austin stuff, yes, yes. and to have Ronda screaming when her like that. Music played like it was like, like Becky has got to a point where her star power is like, we just want to watch and see her do anything at this point. That's why I oh I I love the comparisons to Austin because Austin had that type of popularity where he didn't even wrestle for like months and he was like the star of the and show. Oh, he has the glass breaking and that's it. Yo, oh my god, did you see those videos that people when, mashed up his yes. music? I was like, whoever did this, thank you. It's so a genius. Much. It's a genius. Um <laughs> Austin, we're gonna tweet you to see what you feel about that. Yes. So just look out for yes. those wrestling girls. Please do. Um yeah, so I I love that. Um but then when we got to the ring and you know everybody came, and Alexa Bliss left because you know her concussion. She, got out of there. she was out, and then the cameras is all over the place, and you see Becky hit the floor. She gets up, and her whole face is busted. Leaking. And I'm like, what the hell when happened I tell to you, Becky? She's just like, it's just blood, and she's like, she's taking it like I'm she's so not gl- even. Whoever I know, whoever is mad that they didn't watch that live. Because oh. the way they edited it, and like, and the highlights are like in black and white. You can't see how like it's so. Like you could tell how her she like her nose is broken. She's just like she's just wiping. It made the moment so much more. Cause she literally epic. was just like they couldn't have planned. I'm that the shit man. Better. That's and just how wiping blood my... off her face. Yeah, like, that was so. And on Twitter, dope. she was just like, "This is Irish." Oh, war paint. Yeah, war like, paint. Oh I'm just like Becky. Yes, bitch. She yes. is that. She just keeps impressing. Like every time I'm like, "Yo, she can't make me like her more." And I've been rooting for Becky for like. Since Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. I was like, yo. No, since she lost money in the bank last year, I was like, okay, when is it going to be Becky's turn? When is it going to be Becky's turn? And now that she's here, I'm like, yes. So are you glad now that it kind of waited yeah. for her to like that keep building? That was great build. That was like totally, because it was, no one like was like, oh my God, can they turn Becky Hill? Like it wasn't expected. It was like, like Becky is Becky. But when she did turn, it was like, oh shit. Like, this is, I don't even think WWE expected it to be this good. I Mm-mm. think they're even like, oh, shit, Becky, we love you. Right. That's true. <laughs> and she said she wanted to make women's wrestling cool, and she definitely is. So back to Becky's face bleeding. If you haven't seen on Twitter, I found the video yesterday, and we found who hit Becky, which was Naya. And they even did a slow-mo. And Naya, Were you surprised when they brought it up? On SmackDown the next day? Because I was like, they were like, she has a broken face. A I broken like, oh, face, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Because I feel like it gives a little bit of the Attitude-esque era. It does. Era. And honestly, if Nia Jax is a, a, a heel, like, if y'all are going to hate her, it's expected. Might, might as well fucking hate her right. for this shit. Let's show her Even though the Becky. hit was not an intention, it was supposed to be a punch to the face, when a slow-mo, you saw Nia hit her nose, hit Becky's nose, and like... 
Becky's whole nose shifted. The fact that Becky kept going, but she I got up. That's the adrenaline right there. True. That is adrenaline. Because you right know, there. first of all, you know how hard you have to hit somebody to fucking break their fucking nose skull area. So when Naya posted the picture of her fist, I was like, because I'm like, her fist had to hurt. Like, yeah, her her hand is her her knuckles probably bruised and broke because she has a cut and it's swollen. But I, like I said, it it wasn't. Of course, it was never being an intentional thing. Mm-hmm. But Becky took it like a champ. She took it really like a G. Did. She really, really. But it's really sad because I was just writing you and I'm like, yo, I'm really, really excited to see this Ronda and Becky match. Yep, you did, you did, you did. I was too. And then it was just like, well, we have to pull Becky because she has a concussion and, it was and a broken face all day. And I was like, well, WWE didn't say it, right? And then they opened up with it, and I was like, wow. Shit. They opened well, up with true. it, and then the notification came on the phone solidifying it. I was like, oh, God damn. And then she picked Charlotte. And you wanna what I saw on Twitter, which kind of surprised me, was X Pac mm-hmm. tweeted the hug wasn't necessary. I agree. Or no, the hug didn't fit. No, and I I completely agree. And I had a long argument with someone about it because they were just like, Well, she has to show solidarity for SmackDown. But the hug was not necessary. It wasn't. You, this tough, we're talking about this Becky, Becky Lynch don't hug her enemies. Like, that, it just didn't fit. Like, I feel like the handshake, she should just, like, kept it moving. Like, the hug just was, like, I don't know. I just. But I low-key feel like when Becky was whispering in Charlotte's ear, I feel like, listen, if you don't go out there and whip this bitch ass, <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up when we're done. You're going out there it. for me. Like, you're not fighting for nobody. You're fighting for me. Forget everything. This is me and you. Like, we're not friends still. But I'm picking you because I know your capabilities yeah. and your strengths. I hope she addresses the hug and just be like, I want, just so y'all know, like, I don't, I just want Becky to just be, like, badass. Like, we're not friends. Bad. Like, you know how Stone Cold, at, in his peak, like, he was, he, he had no friends. DTA. He, like, he, DTA. you would not catch Stone Cold shaking anyone's hands and, like, hugging people and no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That was later on. Yeah, that was, like, when he went, like, the comedic role. But when he was, like, Austin 316, he was, like, hardcore. Like, he, that's what I I want Becky to stay, like. At least for a long time. Yeah, for a very, very long time. And also, comparing her to Austin, too, with her whole injury, like, what people, that's why when people, like, are hating Nia Jax for this, like, first of all, we wish Becky... All the, like, we hope her get well. Yes, I want to make sure. And Nia, as well. I want to say that. But I feel like um, with Austin, when he got injured, it actually helped his character and career it because it started that whole feud with Vince of like, I can you telling me I can't wrestle because I'm injured and I, I want to and I'm going to do it anyway. That started like some of that friction. And Becky's star power is so huge. It doesn't matter. It Like, it's only going to make the next Ronda Becky match better. Like, it's only going to make anything Becky Lynch does at this point better. And Becky's trolling still. I know. Her Twitter. Her calling Rhonda, I know I said this before, but her calling Rhonda Ronnie is oh, like yeah. the best thing ever. Like Mike, a, co- <laughs> a, a co-worker who works with me, he sent me, he was like, I just had to sing this. And he sent me like the tweet of like Naya and oh. and how she responded about the hand and things. And I said, I, when I said I like to have fell out and laughed <laughs> because Becky is like doing things. Yeah. She's like Austin on steroids. Yeah, with social media. Social media. Yeah, like now Austin, all he had to do like interviews like this. Yep. Or um, going on TV on Raw or SmackDown or saying whatever he had to say. 
Now you could simply get it from your phone. Yeah, imagine he was like dogging the rock out on Twitter back in the day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they still be fighting in that ring. Yeah, that would be so funny. I could definitely go for another Rock Austin feud, though. I'm right? not going to hold you. Okay. That would be amazing. So I want to talk more about some of the other storylines happening in the women's division right now mm-hmm. and in your opinions on them. So first off, people thought Oscar should have been chosen for a Survivor Series. I agree. I agree, too, because I just think Ronda Rousey's style and Oscar's style. Like and I wish Ronda. The would, crowd like, popped when Becky stood stood in front of Oscar I yesterday. That's why Oscar was last. I was like, yeah, but then she went back to Charlotte. I mean, it had to be Charlotte or Oscar. Yeah. So at least it was one of them. If it was somebody else, I'd have been like, hmm. mm. even Naomi. Like I love Naomi, but she Naomi didn't fit that. Very, no, she doesn't fit. Yeah, you're right. She. Does. I wonder who Team Captain's gonna be. Yeah. I wonder That's who gonna team be interesting. Gonna be. Hopefully, Oscar. I just want them to do more with her. Oscar's already on the team, though. No. True. So who's team? It's really it's Carmella, Naomi, Oscar, and I think Sonya. Mm-hmm. So I wonder who team captain's gonna be. That's gonna be. They sleep on Mandy Rose a lot too. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad they gave her that little time on the mic last week, <laughs> and then I think her and Naomi might have a little something because she came for Naomi's husband, and I was like. Hold up. Like, oh Don't no. Don't be coming from my husband, Do sis. Do not keep like, his name out of yeah, your right. mouth. You come and from then, anyone, too. Don't come from your husband no. now. And I believe, like, SmackDown doesn't really have... I love their women's roster, but they don't really have as many, like, storylines for the women. Like, I can't even... Like, none really, it like, stands out for me unless they're going to start up new stuff like the women do. But... You on, like the men do? Um, yeah, that's what I was to say, like the men do. Um, how do you feel about the whole Ember, how Ember is being, like, positioned on the main roster? Do you like this feud, this beginning of, like, Nia Jax and Tamina and her? I don't know. Because hmm. um, I feel like every time somebody becomes friends with Nia, <laughs> they're not friends with Nia anymore. That's true. And that's either because somebody turned on Naya or Naya turned on them because of her strength or her weight or her build. And it's just like, Ember should not be in that so soon. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she's been on the main roster a full year yet. Mm-hmm. If she hasn't, it's just passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Ember, she's so talented. And this is the thing that, that bothers me when they come up from NXT yeah. and they they are allowed more more a lot more wiggle room down in NXT when sure. it comes down to their talent and how, what they possess and what they mm-hmm. can do. Then they come up here and it's just like, all right, you're going to main event, but you're not going to do as much as you were doing in mm-hmm. NXT. And that's why I feel like that misogynistic yeah. creative part comes back in when it's either Vince or the guys who are writing yeah. because... It's like... Mm-mm. It's like because <clears throat> they don't know how to put these women in spaces because it's like at the end of the day, this is a male-dominated field. Yeah. We can't have these females overshadowing or outshining and the do, men though. and they do a lot not <laughs> bo- a lot like they do i'm just like so with ember ember is really really talented like mm-hmm. her like when she, when i first saw her on the main roster because i'm not gonna lie i haven't really been into watching getting get a chance to watch mm-hmm. nxt as much as i should be mm-hmm. but when i saw her on the main roster it was just like yo this girl is nice and then I'll go back to watch NXT, and I'm like, yo, they're all like this? Yeah. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, 
um, Carmella. Well, Carmella really didn't do much, but they all have really. It's like they have secret weapons in their arsenals that you never know about. Yeah, unless she tries to bring that as much as she can. Because Sasha is Viva La Raza. Yeah, she's a wrestler's wrestler. She's like Eddie to wrestle. Right, and it's just like when we got to see that triple threat match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. or the NXT takeover between mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey, or the first ever thirty thirty minute Iron Woman match, mm-hmm. or the first ever last woman standing match. Like, it's things like that you don't get to see unless it's like a pay per view or some type of big event. Yeah. Let us see that all the time. So I'm glad that you mentioned that match mm-hmm. between Sasha and Bailey because everybody just really looked past that and yeah. saw okay, they're not in Survivor Series match. Oh shit, Becky got Ronda in the armbar. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Nia broke Becky's yeah. nose. Oh shit, Becky still took it like a champ. She's the man. And I don't even think they were a part of the brawl either. I think they were in the dressing they were, room. No, the they were, were on they? the side on the floor. Because remember, oh, okay, okay. remember they rolled out the ring. And apparently, due to that, Bailey, Bailey got injured. Because didn't Nia, Nia and Tamina, Tamina beat them up, right? Okay. Yeah, and then they okay. rolled out. Yeah. And then SmackDown okay. girls came. And okay. now Bailey's supposedly injured. Really? Damn, all these injuries. I hope that these injuries are half medical being more on it with mm-hmm. stuff to protect the wrestlers as opposed to, like, just... Letting them kill like, each other until like, they're injured. Yeah, I'm like, is it y'all injuring each other more? Or is it just they're being more careful with, like, concussions? And I'm glad that they're being more careful with, like, concussions right. and stuff. And I heard that Alexa Bliss might be able, is definitely returning to the ring at some point, so she's not, like, retiring. But, um... Going back to Ember Moon, uh, I kind of like this, like, feud with Tamina and Naya because, like you said, if you're friends with Naya, like, because she came in as Naya's tag team partner. So I'm like, okay, this is cool if Ember's, like, first real feud is with Naya because Naya kind of, like, brought her in kind of thing. Um, you know how I feel about Tamina? Yeah. I want to I wanna love her. I do, but... It's you saw how, so, like, when they announced that everybody didn't, they either didn't clap or it was like, boo. It's just something, it's not exciting. And I understand, like, she's not going anywhere. Like, she's Jimmy Snooker's daughter. Like, she's not going anywhere. So I, I guess I just have to like her, I guess. You don't have Putting to. her with Nia, I was great on there. It was like uh, the Samoan dynasty from a female's perspective. That's going to be dope, actually. That's actually Because dope. if you look at it, the females are really taking, like, before, like, going way back. High Chief Peter Mavia, mm-hmm. the um, there's so many Roman Reigns' <laughs> father and uncle Alpha and Seeker, the Wild Samoans. That's what I meant. And then you have uh, The Rock because his mom didn't fight, his grandma didn't fight. Mm-hmm. You have The Rock, but his grandfather is High Chief Peter Mavia. Mm-hmm. And then from The Rock, you have Roman Rikishi. No, I'm sorry, Rock Rikishi, the Usos, which are Rikishi's Their sons, is long. and then Roman who is the son of, I believe, is Sika. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see Tamina come along, and she's paired with Naomi, but she's also the daughter of the late, great Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And then you see Naya come along, who is the cousin of <coughs> Roman and the Usos and The Rock. So then I was just like, all right, the guys, they're really not doing nothing with them. Now it's time for the Samoan girls mm-hmm. to take over. Which is so cool. The Samoan women to take over, excuse me. So now it's just like, okay. I like Now it. we're going to see what the women are going to do. I like it. But do I like the fact that it's like a two-on-one with them and Ember? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But 
if it gives Ember a chance to showcase what she really has in store, then hell yes. That's what I I think is going to build up into, like, this really great moment for Ember Moon where she does overcome them. And then it's just, like, because I... Evolution. Or we get a shock, like, or she, we get a shock of a tag team partner for Ember. True, true. That would be really cool, too. Like, and I mean, like, an NXT pull-up, not... Yeah. Or yeah. if we put Ember and Dana together. Uh, oh, that would be cool, because they're both, like, short, but, like... Short, but stocky. Yeah, I think that would actually be pretty dope, because from being at Evolution and just seeing how hard people are pulling for Ember nowadays, I don't think... WWE is going to ignore that. I think they're like, okay, we got to do something with this girl because she is amazing and you can't not notice that how amazing she is. Right, you can't. Nah, that can't go unnoticed whatsoever. Like, she's so cool. Um, So now we're at Natty and her, which I hope will turn into like a bigger, maybe even pay-per-view match with Ruby Riot. Um, how did you feel about them breaking um, Jim Sunglass? Like, how do you, do you think that was too far like what are your being somebody who lost a father Mm -hmm. who lost two fathers sorry um i feel like things like that are a touchy subject Mm. um storylines are not like there's no way you could talk about my daddy Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna punch Mm -hmm. you in the face Mm -hmm. or if i show you something or and you rip up a picture of his Mm -hmm. or something and i'm i'm not gonna sit there and cry like to be honest if i was natty in that situation and Ruby Riot broke my daddy's sunglasses. <laughs> I'm jumping out of character and I'm punch you in the it's face. Over. Like I'm literally gonna sit there and hurt you. I feel like it's just too far. Yeah. Like certain things should not translate into the world of wrestling. Granted, Jimmy was an icon. Like mm-hmm. his infectious laugh, him part of the Heart Foundation, all of that. But things like that should not translate, especially because it's. It's not even a year since he passed. It's like not even a two months or three months. Probably like two or three months in, and now we're bringing him into a storyline. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, and I don't like it. It seems to be a pattern. Like I think it just comes with the like WWE loves exploiting deaths. Like they always do it. They've done it with like Paul Bearer. They did it. They had Brian Pillman's wife on air the next day after she died. Like. They had Paul, Big Show's father's casket. Oh like, yeah, they and literally old. Like it was re, too they much. even um, did a storyline with um, Charlotte Flair's little brother when he died. Mm-hmm. Like they literally. Wait, who was making fun of her? Um, I want to say Sasha. Sasha making fun of the suicide. Was, I don't know who she was feeding. Maybe Paige. I think it was Paige. It was Paige. I think it was Paige. But like they used that in the story. Like and Ric Flair was there too. And it's, supposedly I heard like the family was really upset because they didn't like let the family know that they were gonna like bring it up. So I don't know if that's just WWE's thing. But I could, I don't I don't see how Natty could be okay with that. But I guess if she's also loves the business and she probably is like oh shit this might be a good storyline. But to run with. like I said, it shouldn't translate into that. Yeah. Like. I I don't like nobody brought up Vince's father in any storyline when he mm. passed away. Like nobody brought up you know um, High Chief Peter Maivia when he passed mm. away or Jimmy. Like nobody brought them up into a storyline to where you know. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't, I don't like that at all. Do you feel all. like she feels like her father would be okay with it because he was such a like. Easy going, not easy going, but like fun loving and like had a sense of humor and also knew and loved the business. Or do you, I don't know. 
I'm just thinking of how Natty could have possibly rationalized it. You know? I don't know. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe that was just something out of character. They mm-hmm. decided to run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when yet Monday when they just trying to make fun of it, it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, I apologize. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really That's apologizing. That's so... Um, that was an accurate response for them because they're heels, I think. Yeah, it was. But at the same time, it's just like, it's really still too new. Yeah, I agree. Like, I totally agree. Natty came in with fists. Oda came in with chairs. Yo, for real. And she had to, like, leave after, which was interesting. Um, so now I want to hear your predictions for Sunday. <laughs> And are you team red? Are you team blue? I would have been team red if Roman Reigns was there. <laughs> Sending you all our love and prayers. We're going to say it. Right. We're going to say it every episode. <laughs> Damn. Summer, summer Slam. Why? Because I need the heat. Yeah. I think I need the heat We're back. Cold this is cold here in New York. Right. Very cold. Um, Survivor Series predictions. Well, if it was going to be Sasha, I mean, sorry. Becky and Rhonda, I was definitely going Team Becky. Same. I love Rhonda, but I was Same. going Team Becky. Now, I think I'm Team Rhonda. Mm. Because it's funny because I think I am too. Actually, because I don't want to see Charlotte. I don't want to see Charlotte win. Yeah, I don't. We love her, but it's just like they're giving her like a Roman push, oh, and I hate yeah. it. As much as I love Roman Reigns, I hated the Roman push. Mm-hmm. It was just like you're drawing, you're you literally throwing her down our throats. Um, I can't believe that you're saying this, Krista. <laughs> listen, I keep it real. I'm a real fan. You are a real fan. <laughs> I am a real fan now. Um, for team, I feel like Team SmackDown for the women have the upper hand I right think now. So too. And they're so um, cohesive right now. Right, like they are really bleeding blue right yeah, now. They, Especially their champ is down, so I feel like that's gonna give them even more like and to fire. do it for. Like I feel like the whole. Yeah. Matt should be dedicated to, to Becky. Becky. I feel like the whole crowd's going to be cheering Becky the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. They surely will. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so we should tell them where we're going to be at on Sunday so for those who are in New York. Yes. So we are going to uh, the Jobber Tears podcast Survivor Series viewing party <laughs> at Legends in NYC. And I want to give a shout-out to oh, – I cannot remember her name right now, but she and I are going to make sure that – we meet because she made a reservation for 10 people for Sunday. So she's going to be in there lit with her friends. So I can't wait to meet her. And um, so, yeah, that's what we will be. So if you are located in New York City, we'll put some more info on our Twitter. So maybe if you want to watch Survivor Series with us and some Come more meet fans, us. Come, come hang out with us. us. That would be really, really fun. We, we would love to see all you guys. It's just to sh- give you hugs and say thank yes. you. Yes. For yes. subscribing and listening and, and following and meet all of you. Like, this is only episode two, but we feel like we're growing so much with you guys. And we want to keep it growing. Also, comment below on, on our Please social media. If, if, we, if we are talking shit and you don't agree with anything we're saying, let us know. If you we agree, let know. us know. If there's more you want us to talk about, let us know, too. Well, I guess this wraps up this episode of Misogyny. Yay. I hope we... Clear the air. The women are ruling. Um, yes. The men have to, you know, take a step back or support the women. Mm-hmm. Not even take a step back. Stand side support by side the with women them. And put them on the same playing field as the men. Treat them like the men. Criticize them like the men. Don't 
go harder on them because they're women and because WWE is giving them a chance because that just is fucked up and it just brings us all the way back and the reason why the women's evolution is happening like Krista said it's not because of just me too it's like the women literally their talent like pushed for it and they literally keep pushing it even further so me and Krista are going to be here to champion for them all the time regardless yep with yep. that being said, I'm Krista B. And I'm PR. And you, thank you for listening thank you to for those listening. wrestling girls. See you later.